Louise Cooney's Open Book, a Go Loud original podcast. Hello there, you're very welcome back to Open Book. I'm Louise Cooney and this is my podcast where each week I sit down with well-known personalities for honest conversations about life and the stories that shape it. This week on the podcast, we've got comedian, blogger and podcaster Emma Doran. She is hilarious and so sarcastic and funny. She chats about why having her daughter at 18 was her biggest plot twist, why a little bit of self-hatred is good for us and how you can't learn stand-up from a book. But first, let's check in with the book club. The book is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabriel Zevin. So far, we've been introduced to Sam and Sadie and they have a relationship that's formed since they met in a hospital in their childhood and they've just reconnected now that they're in college. They seem like really kind of different characters than what I'm used to reading. So very excited to read it. And for next week, we're going to read, I know we'd said to page 200, but it's quite long. So let's try and aim for around page 100. Definitely not too late to get involved. Next week, we'll be focusing on the book's key themes. We'll be exploring the relationship of Sam and Sadie, as well as the characters individually. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send us an email at openbook at goloudnow.com. We can have a good chat about how the story is building. But for now, let's open the book on Emma Doran. You're very welcome, Emma. Thank you so much for joining us today. I think we're going to kick off today with what's in our good books and bad books. We do this every week, but I think it'd be interesting to hear what's what's in your good books this week. What's in my good books? Mm. Let me have a think. Do you know I'm getting back into... <clears throat> this kind of a weird one, but Cameron Diaz. Oh. Because she's kind of coming back. Because as I, I know. <laughs> like, That's random. This, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm like a little uh, TikTok chunky now. But she's kind of coming back saying how she took time out of her career to have like a family and relax and whatever. Oh. And that she was totally just jaded by the whole thing. And now she's kind of coming back. Oh, So amazing. I'm like, oh, I love that because even when you look back at things like The Mask and those kind of movies, she was a total bombshell. Yeah. That's what she was portrayed as all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just think she's quietly been getting like very interesting over the last few years. So She yeah. has her own wine brand. Did you know that? No. Avaline, it's like a rosé wine. She's really? my inspo. <laughs> and we should be getting into the wines now. now. I, I, have a, I have a wine spritzer. Fuck. That's right. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was looking at how she did things and like the marketing. No! So she's she's been doing things that kind of suit her. She you took, a, a, took a couple of years off the acting to do a little bit of wine, you know. See, that's clever. <laughs> Why not? So it's you, Cameron, and Graham Norton are kind of going into the sensible side of things. Oh, well, clever. that's it. Yeah. My good books this week. I would watch the Selena Gomez documentary the other night. Did you? Oh, Have you heard about that? I haven't even heard about it. Oh my God, it's all over TikTok. Like, I, probably because I've watched yeah. a few videos, but it is everywhere. It's called My Mind and Me and it's all about like her mental health. Okay. And it was really raw. Like, it was quite deep and heavy. But like, fair play to her for opening up. She's got bipolar too, I think. Okay. And she was only diagnosed in the last couple of years. And she really shows like you know, the not yeah. so pretty sides of all of that as well. So it was really interesting to watch. And Is I it really on Netflix? It's on Apple TV. Okay. Yeah. I do have the Apple. Because I, I watched uh, The Shrink Next Door. Did you see that? No. With Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. Oh, was it good? Yeah. And then I actually, as it goes on, it then it shows you it's actually based on a true story. Oh. So well, it's really good. But okay. basically Will Ferrell is the patient and Paul Rudd is the th- therapist. Oh. And boundaries are crossed. And I love like both nothing those I've ever seen before. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's really, really good. Thank you. 
And then Love is Blind, are you watching that? No, you know what I'm watching is White Lotus. Do you ever watch that? No. So this is a weird one. It's about like a resort in Hawaii, all these different people that are there, these different groups of people, families and couples on their honeymoon and all the drama that happens on honey- on holidays, you know. Oh, is this the one where something happens and they go back and... No, there's another one about a resort. <laughs> it might be. I don't know, but it, it's very okay. random. It's very different to anything I've watched before. Yeah. But there's amazing actors in it, so I would definitely recommend that one okay. as well. Yeah. Nice. But well, do watch Love is Blind. I will. I watched the first one. It's just so ridiculous. Oh, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> you have to be in the right mindset. You have to let go of your brain. Do you think it's set up? No, I actually don't. Really? I think they're just ridiculous human beings. Yeah. I think it's just a real I think Irish people in particular love it because they literally have a 20 minute conversation they're like you like pizza? I like pizza too. Oh my God. Let's get married. Let's get married. You don't know where Irish people like going out with each other for like 10 years plus. Oh yeah. Like, I'm with my fellow 14 years still not married. 14 years? Yeah too wow. soon. Too soon. Oh my Let's God. See how and do you want to get married? Is that something you want? No. Well I looked into the, the whole I'm losing about three or four grand a year by not being married so I was like what? oh maybe I might get married. Why? Because the tax bracket when you're married is different. No way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And if and if one of us dies before the other, we have to um, we have to pay 60% tax. On the other person? Yeah. Like say you have a house together oh, or whatever. Sorry, okay. Oh, okay. No, not on the, per- not on the person. <laughs> not just straight on the person. <laughs> I'm getting charged. <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> and he did the dirt on me. What? <laughs> no, so I will eventually, but... I'm just so lazy. Yeah. I'm just not into There's it. no rush and I think we don't always have to do things by the books either. By yeah, the books. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, so, yeah, sorry man, but someday. Yeah. But not this year. Uh, what's in your bad books this week? My bad books. Well, somebody messaged me the other day saying, oh, I'm so sorry I couldn't go to whatever, uh, it's actually one of my gigs, so boo, COVID. Are people still testing? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, like, what? I know. It's just very 2020, do you know? I know. And uh, do you know what? I was I, in this documentary I was watching the other day. She was wearing a mask going around. I was like, oh my God, do you remember that? Like, remember yes. like you, you couldn't. And she pulled her down, her mask down at one point, And I was like, oh, she's breaking the route. You know? Yes, I know. Or even if I still hear people talking about it now, I know. I'm just like, no. I let's guess talk it's still about around, it. In, though, isn't it? But I'm like, let's talk about it in 15 years. I when know. people are like, oh, um, or people talk, are still talking about it how lockdown was for them. They're like, I actually found it quite hard. Like, yeah, so did everyone. I this know, this is the one thing that is definitely not a unique experience to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, yeah, that is still floating around. Let me hear yours. So my bad books this week. Hmm. I don't know what's in my bad books other than just being flat to the map before Christmas, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, it is Christmas. Like, that's it now. It is Christmas. And then I always follow that but with, isn't it great to be busy? <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, but isn't it also great to have a social life and booked to, and blessed, to booked relax? And blessed. Yeah. yeah, and I will always leave this now until the last minute. People just get crap presents from me. Oh, I try. Like the crappest. I try and be organised and like, I do a lot of telling people what to buy, finding deals yes. for people. I do all the Black Friday discount codes for people, get the list together yeah. and then I forget about what do I actually need? So I'm, I'm making it my mission to write my list. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the only thing I can think of now is like Twitter. Are you a Twitter person? I, I go on for a look, but I yeah, don't tweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I go for you, I feel like you'd be a very funny tweeter. No, but you know what it is? I am a terrible speller. Oh, okay. And, well, I'll tell you about it. Yeah, but I'm a terrible... So I always feel like um, I'll write a tweet. I think that's great now. <laughs> and then I'll look back at it half an hour later. And I'm like, oh, I've left out four words. 
Okay. You know, so it makes no sense. I, yeah. So I look like I'm pissed on Twitter. I feel like you need to be really good with like a certain number of characters yes. to be good on Twitter. Yeah, that's just not me. <laughs> I just, I dip in. I have a nosy. <laughs> and I love when it's all kicking off and I never engage. Oh, I love it as but well. But at the moment, all the stuff about Elon Musk on Twitter, I'm kind of like, I get where people are coming from, but like, you know, billionaires have been ruining the crack for a long mm. time. True, very true. You know, so I'm like, eh, it's a bit snoozyville, but... um, That's where I get my random facts from, is is Twitter. Yes, Anything but it's a good way to kind with. of have a little scan and see what's going on. Yeah. Or what's, even on telly. Yeah. You know, when people mm-hmm. are live tweeting stuff. Um, Yeah, but I never engage. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kickstart into some of the questions. Yes. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to try. Emma's a bit nervous because she's not a huge reader. <laughs> Which is fair enough. You've got three yes. kids. You're busy. You've got two podcasts. You've got, you know, your stand-up gigs. You're busy. Yes. I, yeah. You should, but we're all busy. We're all busy. Yes. Yeah. But you, I think there's seasons in your life when you read more than others. Okay. Yeah. Do you true. know, which is totally yes. allowed. What is your first memory of reading? So my first memory of reading is, there's definitely always books in my house and especially my dad. He's a big reader. So the first things I would have been aware of reading would have been like Rodal. Oh, yeah. So I would have loved that. Especially, I think the first one I would have read by myself, and it's like a smaller one, The Twits. Oh, yeah. I actually remember that. And I just loved that. Um, I really enjoyed all his stuff. I mean, has he been cancelled? I don't know. He's passed away. But anyway, I really enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) And then as I got a bit older, uh, one of my favourite books ever um, was the diary of Tracy Beaker. Oh my God, yes. So I love diaries. Who Eden, Enid Blyton, right? No, it's Jacqueline Wilson. Jacqueline Wilson, sorry, yeah. Yeah, So I, and I, even now still as an adult, I'm the thing that I will gravitate towards is autobiographies. Mm-hmm. So I just love uh, diaries. And that was the first book I would say that had like an impact on me or whatever. Did you keep diaries? And I kept diaries as well, yeah. Yeah, do you yeah. still? No, I kind of, I go through periods of time. Like I always have a notebook with me or mm. a journal and I will write down stuff. So I suppose in a weird way, it kind of is a diary because I keep track of like um, set lists for gigs. Oh, okay. And yeah, the date yeah, yeah. and where yeah. I was. And you um, hang on to them at the end of the year. Hang, yeah, oh. Of course. Like, like if there was a fire, that would be, apart from like my family, mm. that would be the one thing I would take <laughs> yeah. is the notebooks. Um, so yeah, I used to, I kept a diary when I was younger and I still have it. Mm. And In like your teenage years. Yeah. Love like, that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I did the same. I was did such you? a diary keeper all my life. And when I read over them, I cringe. I'm like, I oh, need to burn these if anyone disgusting. found them. <laughs> because as well, you can tell the bits you're trying to big up for the diary in case anyone ever reads it. Oh, it's hor- it was horrible. Like things about like giving out about like my parents. And it was literally something like, no, like you're 15, you can't go to a pub with your friends. Yeah. Like, oh my God, so I'm going to leave it. Like disgusting. Or like the boy drama. The friend drama. And there was no, but there was no drama. No. That's the thing, you thought there was drama. 
And like, it was just like, yeah, he's just not that into you. Do you know what? I might read over them again <laughs> because you know what? It might make me feel really good about where I am in life right now yeah. if I'm to read those Oh, now. tragic. And I used to draw, I used to like draw pictures in them and all that kind of stuff. But then I did keep diaries later when I was a, like a mom, but they were actually quite depressing because I read back. I was just like, oh my God, nothing was going on in my life. I was like, Ella had a little, Ella tried mashed potato for the first time today. Da, da, da. And I was like, this is actually quite depressing. I was like, there's nothing in this. It was literally her bowel <laughs> movements and what she ate. <laughs> well, that's cute. Might watch Coronation Street yeah. and I was like, oh God. I was like, this is depressing. Oh. But I could definitely get back into writing a diary. If you were to look back over your teenage years yeah. and your teenage diaries and describe them or name them in a series, a book series, what would yeah. you call it? Oh, I think it would have to be something I'd have to re- reference like Firebush. So my, <laughs> my your face. My whole thing when I was a teenager was I was mortified that I had ginger pubes <laughs> and I spent my whole time pretending <laughs> that I didn't and trying to hide it. There have to be some oh reference to like, I even like tried to dye them before. No way. Yes, with nice and easy. Oh my God, did it hurt? No, no, oh. no, no. <laughs> did it work? I got my mom's nice, sorry mom. I got my mom's nice and easy and whacked on the old pubes. <laughs> but it didn't take, it was too, do you know those boxes, it can kind of change you from like ash blonde to like a bit blonder. Oh, okay, or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like bleachy kind? Or it's no. It's only a just, couple of shades. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I probably would have had to have bleached them yes. first. Yeah, yeah. And then, die, but I didn't have that And knowledge. was there an occasion you were doing this for? No, like nobody was getting a look at them. No one was seeing them. It was purely <laughs> for myself. I thought it was, and I'm sure, I mean, I don't know. I remember in school the slagging we used to do, like, and we used to say the same thing. Yeah. And like, just. But I took it really like, oh my God, yeah, it is terrible. But I'm sure... I don't know, but I'd say like 70% of the population have gingerish. Yeah, or a I'm bit of a, sure. A bit yeah. of a tinge. Well, just look at, at least. the ginger beards on guys going around. Of course, there's <laughs> got to be some pubes. And I was full, um, so it would be Firebush. Oh, I don't know, Firebush and the non events, really, because I was constantly like chasing, uh, I was trying to chase fellas and having a good time, or whatever, but nothing was really happening. Know, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There was a lot of like, trying to get people to go in and buy a drink and then a couple of times they'd run off with your money. Oh my God, no way. Yeah. I can't believe people used to do that. We used to do the same. Hang around I shop. can't believe, when you think of it now. Like if someone was to ask you to do that now. Can you go in and get 10 naggins? No one has ever asked me. No. Well, I've been asked, I'd say twice. Oh really? And did yeah. you say no? I just said no. I said, sorry girls, I can't. No. But I can't believe people did. Well, or I can't like, believe we did. <laughs> But people bought it for you. I know, it's mad. Or people's like older brothers and you're like, oh my God, he was so sad for getting us to drink and now you look back at it and he's like, mm, We were less editor. woke back then, you know. <laughs> I it know. was more like, yeah, whatever, they'd be grand. Yeah. So, then, yeah. I, I, something fire, I think. Firebush and, the, yeah, firebush and the non-events, really. I love that. Because there was nothing going on. In the story of your life, what's been your biggest plot twist? My biggest plot twist, I would say, well... It's probably the most obvious one, but I would say getting pregnant at 18. Yeah. Definitely. Because even I think it was a mad, uh, it was a mad time, but it was, it was at a time when I was in, I was going into sixth year. Mm -hmm. So everyone around you is talking about, um, obviously the leaving cert. And then they're talking about the sixth year holiday and they're Mm -hmm. talking about the Debs. Mm -hmm. And I had always uh, enjoyed school. You know, I'd always had like a laugh in school and whatever, Mm -hmm. and I had good mates and, I mean, I was crap, but... I was um, I was crap by my own making, so mm. it wasn't like I never struggled in school, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I'd say I was probably like a C student, but that's just because I was lazy. So I was kind of having a great time, 
and looking forward to doing stuff and then boom, pregnant. So I think even the year, the fact that everyone, and obviously at the start of the year, I got pregnant in the August. So I think when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, it was, I was going out to like get a pregnancy test and get like my leaving cert papers. Oh my God. The same Yeah, the shop like, yeah. So yeah, I think it was just, especially the year that it was, I would have been all over like finally getting out of school. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, having a bit of freedom. And oh, yeah. I was like, like I would have been all over the six-year holiday and yeah. whatever. So it, even though I would have been like quite, I would have been like a social person or I wouldn't have, I would have moved around mm. groups. Mm-hmm. I would have like liked chatting to everyone. And then I just became so insular. Yeah. And, I, you know, I just... Did you share with people? Did you tell people? Yeah, I, I actually wasn't great at sharing with people. Yeah. I, I, I did feel quite, like I did tell mates whatever, I did feel quite private, but there was always this sense of you could tell people were like, and rightly so, they were like, oh, thank fuck it wasn't me. Yeah, I know. Do you know, yeah, so it you was just the, the old kind of Irish Catholic thing, isn't it? Like, Yeah, or no, like, I mean, nobody wants to get pregnant while they're still in school. So you can see your friends are kind of like, oh my God, thank fuck it didn't happen to me. So, not yeah, you kind of you kind of shut down a bit, mm. and then you don't really relate to other people having babies because yeah. in, your, in your mind, like they're old and they have everything sorted, mm-hmm. which in reality they don't. Nobody does. Yeah, it's a shock to it's just a completely different experience. Like yeah, but it also probably made you grow up and you know yeah formed your personality. I'm sure. Oh I, yeah, big style. And then when I went to college, I was like definitely I took it very seriously. Like I'd say if I hadn't gotten pregnant and I'd gone to college. I probably would have, I'd say, probably dropped out the first year. You know what I mean? I would have like faffed about a good bit. Um, So, yeah, I just became like very focused and very driven. So even there was a disconnect for me in some ways. I felt like the people that knew me in college knew a different Mm -hmm. Emma. Mm -hmm. But I was still the same person. I just... Yeah, it's probably just grew up really quickly. Yeah, one of my friends had a had a her little girl really yeah. young as well. Like, and we were just finishing up school, and like, my God, what she's gone on to do! It's like so impressive. She's like got her stuff together. Really? Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, it does. It definitely makes you have to yes. grow up a little bit younger. Like, you yeah. Know. So I think it's probably yeah, and you you come to quite an um, an abrupt end of your adolescence. Yeah, yeah. Do you know because I. Like you know the way you kind of you try and drag it on for as long as possible. Yeah, right? I'm still dragging it on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like when I go to my mom and dad's house now, I'm like pure guest and whatever. I like if they want to, you know, lavish me with affection and attention, I'm all over it. Mm. But um, yeah, you do. It's in like an abrupt end to your childhood. Do you think, like as she's gotten older and as your yeah. other kids have gotten older, that you kind of reverted back to your adolescence? Yeah, at all? kind of in a way, like. I, I definitely, it took me a while to relax. So when she, yeah, definitely, when she kind of started getting older, I'm like, um, I feel, I took, it definitely, it took me my last year of college to loosen up a bit more mm. because I was so like tense and I didn't want to take the piss with anyone because my mom was minding her. So mm. you're like, there's that pressure of like, I really have to like do well in college and, uh, you know, people are, uh, people are making sacrifices so I can do all of this. And yeah, yeah. So what did you do in college, actually? Oh, like I just did business and arts management in IADT. And I picked the arts because I still had a thing of like, oh, I'd love to go into something creative. Mm. So there was this one with like business and arts management. And I was like, oh, that'll suit. 
And um, but I was like, I don't really, I can't really say that now. Yeah, you, it's hard I just to had know, a baby. isn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> I just had a baby. Yeah. People are like, you need to cool your jets for a while. Was comedy in your head back then? Yeah, really. Not, I wouldn't say stand up because I wouldn't have really known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have known. Like, I would have seen stand up on the telly, but I would have wouldn't have known anything about stand up. But definitely like acting or performing. Yeah, were people always saying that to you, like in school, that you were funny and this and that. <laughs> Yeah, well, you may be funny, yeah. But, like, I was never, like, I was insanely jealous of, like, the Billy Barrys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought, in a way, I had it in my head that I'd left it too late. Right, yeah. Do you know, like... Mm. But <laughs> Billy it's never, Bar- yeah, that, I know, that's so funny. But you're like, like I didn't start when I was four. You see, like, an 11-year-old, like, doing hip-hop on some show on Orchie, and you're like, I've left it too late. <laughs> I've left it... <gasps> I would have lo- I would have totally been one of those kids. Like, I know, but I think we're grow- I think as a as a society, we're growing out of that culture. Like we are. I do think we are. Yes, you know, definitely. People, yeah. the forever job isn't really like a thing anymore. You know. No. Yeah, that doesn't exist. People at pivot all. and change all the time. Yeah. So. I'd. Find, I mean, I. I don't know anyone who's in the same thing or mm-hmm. doing the same. Like, I mean, I don't know all the people I met in college or whatever. I don't know. Our attention spans are too uh, too small these days. We just need to change it up. We get bored oh, too big easily. Style, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do that job for life thing. But I see. I see the allure of it. All right, but no, not for me. Not for me. What have you closed the book on? Uh, I would say a good thing that I learned early on was um, probably like b- that you can't change other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've no control over other people. Yeah. So I think I learned that fairly uh, early on. So I've def- that's something that I don't... You don't try and change people at all. No, I don't get... They are who they are, you know. Yeah, you can't, or you can't make people... If you, you know, oh, I'd love if they were better at this or they behaved in a different way or whatever. No. And then I think as well, I've closed the book on, I would say, being honest. Yeah. About, well, no, I haven't closed the book on being <laughs> honest. No, 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 slip, slip. No, I mean like... Um, I've closed the book. I've closed the book on being honest. <laughs> I'm lying. I should actually lie more, but no, I feel like I'm... I used to, when I was younger, I'd be afraid to say what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... Yeah, I'd just be scarlet, mm. scarlet. Whereas now I'm like, I'm totally open about who I am. Yes, I'm just open. Yeah. Now, you know, to an extent, I'm not telling some stranger at a bus stop, you're in a hack, love. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together. She's like, what? But I mean, in my relationships, my friendships, Yeah. my, I don't even like the word career, but I'm honest <laughs> about what I want to yeah. do and not trying to, not, not in this kind of thing. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say that. That's a bit, that sounds a bit much or whatever. Mm. So I'm trying to be in a more of an open book. Yeah. And that's the name of this podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's paid off for you in that, like, I know you switched careers. Yeah. Was it two years ago? More? Uh, about it. A year and a half ago a year and or half something. Ago, like, so when you August, went full time with the Yeah, with the August last time, year. And, and you're like, flying it. I should like, I should like, I should have done it a long time ago. Yeah. Really, but it's like that thing. Probably just like you know, you don't really want to admit that, because there comes a point if you're doing something for yourself, if you're working for yourself, you do have to. It's like you just have to admit <clears throat> this is what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and you have to put yourself into like a scary place. Yeah, 
and just you don't know what's going to happen. And you have to be like fully 100% ready to commit to it yeah. and work really hard. And, and, vun- and vulnerable. It's like, yeah. I, I, it's the vulnerability, I think, mm-hmm. that scared me. So having a job and then doing um, stand-up as well, obviously that's how you start. She, there's no point quitting your job when you start because you're not getting any money. Yeah, you don't get yeah, paid yeah, you for need, kids, so mm. there's no point. But then it kind of starts increasing. And I was like working full-time because I was trying to get a gaff, obviously. But I was working full-time. And then a lot of the time, I was going straight to gigs mm-hmm. in wherever, like Galway, Cork. And I'd be leaving work straight away and going to those gigs. Mm-hmm. And then waking up the next day and maybe going back into work or yeah. whatever. And um it was just, like, insane. I was working, like, far too much. I couldn't give myself fully to either yeah. thing. And I suppose you're worried as well that because I started out... I have this mental block that because I started out adulthood as a single parent, yeah. in my head I always am. Whereas mm-hmm. now, like, I have a partner, we, like, we have a house, we have kids, we have dogs, but like, I'm, and I'm hurtling towards 40. I'm not that 18 year old who was like. On, on your own, essentially. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I were worried about how I would become financially stable enough to support me and my child. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's not, but it's implanted in your it's head. Implant, yeah, it's in you. Yeah. Do you know, like, when people like, um, I kind of feel like it's like when you can't see yourself fully, you know, like mm. people lose a load of weight. Like body dysmorphia or something yeah, kind of like, it's yeah. Men- I have mental dysmorphia. <laughs> oh, so I could have left the job probably a lot sooner. Well, it's probably working in your favour as well. Like I think with something like that, you need to be super confident. You need to be super ready to go for it. Yes, you do. It's prepared. a confidence thing. But yeah. I still check. No, I don't check uh, job sites, but I check like some creative job sites mm. to see What's going on? So do I. When I have a panicky moment, I'm like, hey, who wants to hire me? Yeah, I check. I'm like, oh, I check like radio research. I'm like, let's look into that and whatever. I'm like, why Why are you doing this now? Like, yeah. this is not. So I still like check jobs or whatever and have a look. But like, I mean, it would be pointless. Do you love it? Do you love doing the stand-up? I love it. And, and I love, the... I actually, I love, I actually love the freedom of working for yeah, myself. Yeah. So a couple of times before I had worked for myself, so I had done like corporate videos for companies mm. with my cousin. So I was kind of like, I don't know, producing them and whatever. And, uh, you know, planning the whole thing out or whatever. And then he'd film it. So I, I really enjoy even just the, the freedom and like working for myself. Yeah. So like after this now, I'm going straight home to watch Love is Blind. <laughs> and like it took me a while. There was a guilt in that. But yeah. I'm like, I need to consume yeah, like my creative juices. Yes. I need to live life. Whereas before, <laughs> I, I like watched, your job. <laughs> I never watched anything because I literally did not have any time. I know. I actually do totally get that because I find sometimes like I get so caught up in the work that yeah. I stop finding the enjoyment, the inspiration, almost. You know. But you have to like stop and kind of have a look around. Take check, like, like yeah. You check d- don't yeah. take those bingy afternoons away from mm. me while I'm waiting for my kids to come home. Like I'm like, no, I need. I actually, I'm like. I'm, I'm convincing myself and I'm putting a really hard sell on it. But I feel like, no, I need that time to, you know, just re- relax or, you know, enjoy stuff because then I'm obviously going out in the evenings a lot. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, you're working you know? a lot of time in the evening. Right? So I thought I was going to watch I'm a Celeb, but I'm totally behind already. I don't know what's going on. I know, and um, Olivia Atwood is gone. I loved her in Love, Love Island. Funny. What happened? See, I'm totally behind. Oh, so I, th- I've, I read this morning, yeah. people are saying it's COVID, then her friends are denying it's COVID. It's like this secret illness. We don't know. Oh. But she would have really made it, I think. Yeah. Like, she's so fiery. She would have been a great character. Although she's probably totally pure trained now since Love Island, so maybe 
No, but I'd say, but part of her, part of her allure is that she would say mad stuff. Say what she wants, you know? yeah, yeah. And your man Matt Hancock, isn't it? So random, isn't it? Very random. The absolute nerve of him going into it. I you know. See, I, this is, I, haven't, I only got the first little taste of it. Mm. And then I'm out gigging and whatever. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe I'll watch it. I was blind and watch that then. But, um, yeah, it's just a confidence thing, I think. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, look, fall came to all. Oh, like, oh, working a chipper. Absolutely. I'd have, like, I'd have no problem. But, and all my family, well, maybe not my parents. No, but they were all very supportive. They were yeah. like, yeah, you... You should definitely leave now. Uh-huh. I just kept putting it on the long finger. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, no, let's wait and do this. So yeah, no, I'm I'm delighted. Which book has been your greatest teacher? One book I read that actually was perfect timing and was fantastic was uh, Watermelon by Marion. Oh my Keys. god, I love that book. Yeah. So that I know that's going way way back, but now I love. I only read it last year, actually. Oh really? Mm. I loved the fact that it was like. Um, but it was kind of like an unplanned pregnancy story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I loved it because now I, this was, I don't know, probably 20 years ago. So while you were pre- pregnant, you were While reading? I was pregnant. Mm. So I think it was nice for me to read a story of somebody kind of going a windy path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it working out at the same time. Yeah. And like having, I think as well, the fact that in the she has a, there's a romantic story there, but like it's not with... The father of her child mm. either. Now, I mean, I think it happened pretty fast. Let's be fair. <laughs> there wasn't much crossover. I think she might have had a few years of dealing with the drama. But it was just for me at the time. And I don't even know how it came into the house. Yeah. Or like, I certainly didn't go and seek out the book or whatever. But yeah, it was just a really nice thing for me to read at that time. And then after I'd read it, it was on, well, it was TV3 then, wasn't it? Oh, the movie. I've never seen the movie, actually. Yeah. So they had Anna Freel. I know Anna Freel oh was God, in it. Yes. Yeah. I love it. No, she's, she can do, well, she's an amazing actress anyway, but she can do a great Irish accent. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I can't remember the fellas. Sorry, lads. But um, it's kind of weird. But like, I was obsessed with that. Yeah. I love Marion Keyes though, because she's funny. Yeah. Like she gets the... You see, it'd be perfect for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I just loved it. Have you read any other of her books? No. <laughs> No, you should read Rachel Caldy. I classic. should though. You Brilliant. see, I'm so. I feel like I, I kind of like I happen upon books. Yeah. I never seek them out because it's like, it's like relationships. It's too much pressure. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? So, I have the only thing I've read recently is Bob Mortimer and Away. He's a comedian. Oh, okay. So it's just a silly. Like it's a, it is a book, but yeah. it's just a silly book. It's kind of autobiographical stories. Okay. Okay. Very so that's good. That's my I only book. That's my only little book. Oh, well, there you go. Now yeah. there's another one to add to the recommendations. There you go. Is there a book you think that people will be surprised to find on your bookshelf? <laughs> I mean... Do you what? have a bookshelf? Yeah, well, there is a bookshelf. <laughs> it's mostly like, it's mostly USB cords. We're like, what is this for? Should we get rid of this? You know, like... <laughs> yeah, all the random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> on my bookshelf, there is a lot, and I don't even know how it has happened. There is loads of cookery books. Oh. And like I've moved a few times, so it's not I'm and I'm not a hoarder at all. Like I'm not. I I get Just rid of stuff. It, yeah. And all this like can't even be doing like there's nothing that you'd sell, but like I would I never do like depop or anything like that. It's just like charity bag, boom. Yeah. Gone. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, cleanse the cell, get the stuff out of the house. But there's so yeah, there's so many cookbooks. And I it's funny because when I met me fella, I was the cook for years. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like the main cook and I used to make these colossal dinners. Like, you know, 
the dinners that my mom would have made when there was like essentially like three adults yeah, yeah, in yeah. home. And I never look at cookbooks. Did you used to? No. No. no but okay. People have gotten me going. I think people are trying to help me out. Oh, that's funny. I never. Now, baking, I would. Yeah. But I don't bake. So cookbooks, I just get, I'm like, oh, you can judge it. You don't need to know how many onions, do how many onions you want. And then when it comes to the bake sales in school, what I do, top tip, is I buy something from my shop, centre or whatever, and I take it out of the container and put it in my own container. <laughs> and I might stick a smarty on it or something oh, to make it look smart. homemade. Oh. So they have no place in my home or anywhere near me. Yeah, But I just feel like... Because your bookshelf, people look at your bookshelf. I get a lot see. of, I have a lot like at home, but I, I honestly, I think maybe once ever I've made something from a cookbook. I just have, no, I just have no interest in them whatsoever. I love, I like looking at the pictures and imagining that oh, I might. I tell, I think it's real coffee table books. Where do you think you get your humor from? I'd say my family, just yeah. like my family dynamic and like. Are you the youngest? I'm the youngest. How many brothers? Just two, but two, like okay. Horrific characters when I think. Yeah, you about need it. to have a strong personality to be able to fight your corner. Yeah, and there's there's quite there's like age gap of five six years, so like oh, okay. easy pickings. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think yeah, the whole family is like we all just like rip it at each other constantly, and it it would usually end. There's one brother in particular I won't name, but he always takes it too far. Oh, okay. Especially with the sister-in-law, he'll <laughs> say something and you're just like. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but I slag people at gigs and I would say to them I'm only slagging it because I love you and I think people think it's a joke but it, it's genuine Yeah, because I can't slag someone if I don't know you or if I don't like you I can't, I'll slag you behind your back but I won't slag you to your face How do you find that line of what's like acceptable and what's not? <laughs> I don't to be honest and sometimes I do step over and I go ooh because so yeah I think like things can be taken out of context at gigs but the only person to ever give out to me after a gig and it's embarrassing now. It was like a vegan. I made some vegan joke years ago. Mm. And they came up and gave out to me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I, I know. think and I, You know. have to just take yourself, like take it all with the pinch I of salt. Nev- like I it's nev- comedy, yeah, you know? I never really want to slag somebody about their personal appearances yeah. in the audience because I think that is just... Yeah, because you never know what people could be hung up on or yeah. Yeah, so I don't really want to do that. And sometimes stuff does just come out. But it's been more, and I don't go out of my way, but if somebody is funny, you see, you can mm. get the energy of them. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I might, I mean, the clothes I would get to personal appearance might be something they can change. Yeah. So I'm looking at you, because there was a woman at a gig there the other night where she still had the big coat on uh-huh. and the handbag on the lap. <laughs> I might look at you, you're ready to go, are you? Is the car <laughs> running or whatever? So yeah, I'm only slagging her coat. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to slag someone's nose or... Or, the, or their ginger... <laughs> ah no, well the gingers are fine. <laughs> the gingers oh. are fine. I leave the gingers alone when I see them in the audience. Okay, right, we're going to oh, yeah. switch back to some book style questions yeah, again, right? It's, it's really the only problem with this book. It's the only problem, I know. <laughs> we're reading a love story, right? Yes. Okay. What's your advice for the main character? What's for the main character? I think be brave, be bold. I think that's what I didn't cop uh, I'm very serious. I didn't cop that about love mm. when I started out on, you know, looking for a lover. Yeah. Um, you have to be vulnerable. There's no, yeah. there's no way of getting around it. There's ha- no easy way. You to have to. Get there, yeah. You have to be raw, and you have to throw yourself into it. You know, I like. I think that was my main things, my main stumbling blocks. And my fella, who I'm with now, we actually broke up at one point. 
early days and we were living together so it was pretty serious. Oh my God. Pretty serious but we broke up. Did you move out and all? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's very hard. About three months but then we got back together and I was like oh you know if you break up but like we got back and it's that's been it ever since. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of it was that I wasn't at a point like don't get me wrong loads of shit around with him as well but (laughs) I can only speak about myself. (laughs) I just wasn't ready to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. You know, I had like a very um, high standards maybe. Yeah. And I think about it now, we were in our early 20s moving in together and I had like a five-year-old. And look at how much like your life has changed since then. It just continues Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like kind of like, could could everyone, yourself included, like a bit of slack? That's Mm. like, you know. It's a lot. That's a lot. And he's like in his 20s. Do you Mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like probably kicking off about like cushions that being fluttered. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, choose yeah. your battle. Yeah, choose your battles is another thing. Yeah. Because then we just kind of, we did talk about stuff and we agreed and whatever. And it was all fine. Yeah. But we used to fight so much. But it was basically me just poking. Yeah. Poking to check. Oh, do you still love me? <laughs> That's all it was. And look at you now, 14 I just years had to be. Yeah, so I think feel vulnerable. Yeah. 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 If you could take a leaf out of anyone's book, who would it be? <sighs> That's a tough question. Who would you take? Like, give me yours. Who would I take? I'd probably take a leaf out of my boyfriend's book. And I feel like by living with him, I kind of do. Yes. Like, he's he's such a hard worker, but he's also quite like quite good at, like, switching off, you know. And, yes. Is and he his, mad sexy? His values, <laughs> is, is he, he mad sexy? Oh, he is. Course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he's just got his values in the right place, you know. So, okay. like, I really admire him for that. So, I've, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Are you engaged? No. That's a, that's kind of looking for a ring no. kind of statement there. Yeah, no, no, oh saying. God, no. <laughs> I could take a leaf out of his book, i.e. ring, 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 ring. <laughs> I'm on your page with the, with the whole marriage thing. Zero rush on that oh, front. Yeah. Even though everyone around me is getting married, I'm happy out where yes. we are. Like I have so much going on and... But it's really just, you have to take out so much time for, to do something like that. Yeah, and so I just, it's not really... It's another it's not, job, I I'm think. not somebody who grew up dreaming about weddings. Neither am I. Do you know, I'm just not. And I do love the idea, like, yeah. and when I go to them, I love the speeches and I love oh, the love totally. behind it all. But yes. I do think sometimes it can get lost in all the commercial stuff. Yeah, you know? I love the day. love nothing more than somebody else's wedding. But I just, uh, yeah, like, I never dreamed of the white wedding or yeah. the husband or mm. anything like that. Or the dress? No, not the dress. I mean, there are, maybe that's the one thing I like is the dresses, which are, I wear dresses all the time. But but yeah, I don't think I feel about the dress. It's like, it, it gets the one day. I know, yeah. You know. Oh, I definitely sell it afterwards. I would have no attachment to it. Yes. That's I think terrible. That, no, I think that's a good way to be though, because it is just a dress. Yeah. It doesn't what represent you do? your marriage. But even Brainless. I think there's a big pressure then when people bring out the dress for the daughter years later. There's a big pressure for the daughter to like now react to the dress or want to use the dress for oh something. Oh God, no. You know My mum made her dress. Did she? Thankfully, okay. I don't think she wants us to, not that her dress, I'm not saying her dress is yeah. <laughs> uh, God, like, oh. <laughs> Your mum's dress is disgusting. No, I know what you mean, yeah. I don't know, I don't know where my mum's is, but um, belief out of someone else's book. I think uh, the thing, the trait I admire in people the most is probably confidence. Yeah. I think confidence is Oh, I know. So sexy. I would love to be like so confident that like I couldn't even see when things were wrong because I'm like the opposite. Like I I say things in my head before people even think them, you know. I'd love to be the opposite way. So oblivion to what anyone else would ever think that I'm just so sure of myself. 
which I, is a terrible way to be. Oh, it, like, but I love it sometimes. I would so I would love to be so so confident. Like no, and I am fairly confident. But oh, oh, there goes the brolly. I would I would love that. Or like if some some people, and it's, it's such a nice thing to do. People might message me after a gig, and I will analyze every single word and mm. emoji, and I say thanks for a great night. Laugh emoji. I'm like, not buying it. Not <laughs> but like reading so much. I want people after a gig to feel like they want to like have sex at me afterwards. Like I want them to. I don't know what I'm expecting from people. Yeah, but like a confident person wouldn't carry on like that. No, wouldn't no, no. suck the joy out of something for themselves. Yeah, I get you know you. what I mean. Like, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, confidence. I think. Yeah, would be great. It's a good one. Yeah. What do you know about life that can't be learned in books? I think loving yourself, that's, I don't know, is that a bit much? Like, you should love yourself. Yeah, but like, you love is very that. strong. Yeah. I think if you like yourself, yeah. you're, I think a little bit of self hatred is okay. <laughs> so, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it humbles you. Nobody wants I to be think around. You need to hate yourself just a smidge. Well, it's just like me, what I just said there about, like, I'd love for, to not even care what people thought at all. Yeah. But, Nobody likes being around those people, let's be honest, but it would be easier for my brain sometimes. Yeah, you know? well, that's, yeah, see, now that's a good point. Those people are hard to be around because mm. you're like, where's, 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 where's you? Yeah. Where's the weakness? Yes. I need to see the weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't learn uh, stand up from a book either. Yeah, no, clearly not. <laughs> you can't. You just have to do it. Yeah. And even I feel when people do these courses and stuff, now, I probably shouldn't say this because I, I probably mates with a lot of people that host these courses. Okay, right. We won't we'll cut this out. So no, no, it's, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not slagging to their faces. But like, I don't think, I think doing a stand-up course is great to like admit that you want to do it. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to learn how to do stand-up. I didn't even from, know you could do a stand-up. Yeah, they'd have lots of courses. Mm. No, I'm not talking loads. I'm not talking yeah, like yeah, it's on yeah. CAO well, or anything. there's influencer courses now too. Is there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you going to get that little bit of change? But you can't teach that. No, yeah, I don't think you can because I think uh, if you if you grow an audience and a community online, it's because yeah. you're trying to be authentic and give people value. And yeah, and as a person, I don't think you can do that whole thing of like, say, if you are, you know, an influencer or creating content, I don't think you can be like, okay, so I'm always going to Tuesday at four. Mm. And then, you know, the way like you would in a social media course. Yeah. Whereas if like you're getting to know the people that follow you mm-hmm. and you're being authentic now of course if you've been paid to post something you do yeah, have to know, post yeah. it yeah. but like most of the time I think you just don't post if you don't want to would yeah. that be the yeah. thing I think that's something I've learned as well because yeah. I've been for so many years now yeah. but come here what is your happily ever after my happily ever after just having a massive gaff now um <laughs> 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 a castle with a hill no see I don't I have a little tiny house at the moment it's absolutely grand I just want everyone to be like my core family my brothers even my brothers and my mum and dad I just want all those people and a few I'll whack in a few friends there so them all just to be happy mm-hmm. and driving and whatever and I have like my life would be very family focused mm-hmm. but it would be all my family so my mum and dad live like two minutes down the road oh nice my brothers live very close as well yeah you know, the school's very close. It's all very, yeah. I mean, it's all very incestuous or whatever. But that's like the way I like it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it, it so is. Do you all do Christmas together and everything? We all, yeah. Nah, nah. Now, I'll have Christmas in my house because mm-hmm. we were like, let's start our tradition of just having it, you know, yeah. trying to like grow up a little bit. And my mum and dad love that now because they have a choice of houses where mm-hmm. they can go. Yeah. Fab. My mum's like, deadly, I don't have to be host or whatever. But my main 
yeah, my relationships and my family. And even I think as well, I've copped on a bit as my kids have gotten older. I've, I'm making time for myself more and my friendships mm-hmm. as yeah. well. You know what I mean? So that's why I was like, oh, I'll throw a few mates in there. So, yeah. so I just want everyone to be happy. And I do want to make a bit of money. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, I'm not motivated by money at all. Hence why I do stand up. And <laughs> uh, I'd love an old Hollywood movie. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. I'm going to say it. Hollywood movie. Oh, but just one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I would never, I wouldn't want to live in America. I don't want to live in England. Just want to live, live where you are. I just want to live in My mum and dad down the road, going to Nook Grove and complain about the state of the place. Like, that's all I want. I love it. Yeah. That's, that's uh, so I want what I have now, but yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like you're on the right track anyway. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm just keeping my expectations. I should be dreaming. I should be reaching for the stars, shouldn't I? Yeah, well, if, if that's what you want, if that's like, I mean. Yeah, no, I'm grand where I am. Oh. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining today. It was Thanks so much fun to have the chat and you're hilarious and I'm so excited for everything you have going on. And Thanks. And I, I hardly talked about books, which is grand. <laughs> Thanks so much, Emma. Thanks for Thank me. you for joining. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. And big thanks to Emma for coming on. She was hilarious. And it's just always nice to have a variety of guests and a variety of readers, I suppose, on here. Because I know not everyone reads all the time. It's hard to. It's a busy life, you know. But if you're not involved in the book club, I'd love to still hear from you. What's in your good books? What's in your bad books? Any recommendations for the pod? Email us at openbook.goloudnow.com. And if you are a member of our book club, we're going to read to around a page 100 for next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you could share, subscribe, review, rate, anything at all, we'd be so grateful. Every little thing helps and helps us grow. So yeah, thank you. And I will talk to you next week.